brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome to Bastards and Broken Things, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. Today, I am joined by House Tarly with John. Hello, though. House Aaron, our very own Liza Aaron in Emma. At least I'm still living. Well, technically in the in the show, you're yeah, dead. You can't man. Oh yeah, yeah, you're alive here, yeah. And uh, House Tully in a while. with Gaz. Hey. Yeah, boo the Tullys, boo the Riverlands, and I'm your host. Len. Boo. Uh, yeah, good, good, everyone, good. Um, so that's just happened. What the booing? Uh, yeah, no, and the episode. Yeah. We are of course reviewing the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones ever, uh, entitled "The Bells." The Bells. <laughs> that's terrifying. Good. Um, yeah, that's good. I'm pretty speechless, as you can tell. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's in a good way, um, but let's try and articulate some thoughts mm. over here. I'm going to throw it open to the group. Maybe I'll start with John first. Can you start with Gaz? I can. I can start with Gaz. I, if you I, I think start with Gaz because I'm really keen oh, yeah, to, it. to see what... Bottled it. Have you He's done? bottled it. Well, no, but it's me. I'm first every week, man. So Well, you weren't last well, week, so... Well, I think I was. No. And I, I was first last time, so that's <laughs> yeah. fine. I don't remember, mate. Well, someone just go first. He's always first. Okay, Gareth, I'm going to throw it over to you first in Australia. You weren't with us last week for the setup episode for this episode, obviously. Give me your blueberry score for this episode. And explain to our listeners and any new listeners what the Blueberry system is, please. Uh, Blueberry system is a simple system of rating TV and film on a scale of one to five or zero to five. In fact, Um, we do not ever have a blueberry. Um, why, why, Why don't we have a blueberry, Len? That's just silly, isn't it? It's too small, yep. if anything. <laughs> Stupid. I've heard that Silly before. decision. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So five obviously being the best number of blueberries that anything can get and zero being the worst number of blueberries that anything mm. can get. Mm. Now, um, this episode um, is really, really hard to interpret how I feel about it yeah. um, because there was... it. I mean, watching it was was intense and uh, set my heart racing um, for a long time. But within it, within it, there were some absolutely mental decisions from characters to mm. directors to yeah. script writers. Yeah, um, and it's it's one of those episodes. It's it's really hard to reconcile those two two elements, like the the sort of the drama and um, the cinematic uh, beauty of it yeah, uh, yeah, and the 
at times, really poor writing, in my opinion. Um, and I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the positive side today. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Whoa! Not, like a Targaryen, you flip a coin. Which way will it land? When will and it? It's going to land. It's going to be one of those like freak coin flips where it lands right in the middle. Uh, um, and we can't really get in no the middle heart. with the blueberry system yeah. as previously articulated. I'm actually going to give it. I'm going to give it a three blueberry, and it kind of breaks my heart to mm. do that. Um, yeah. But just the unbelievable stupidity at times. Yeah. Um, outweighs the the incredible music and cinematography. <clears throat> yep. And Club Game Bowl. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Okay, throwing it to uh, to, to Emma next. We're gonna, Ooh. you know, Emma, go shoot. Thoughts. Okay. Um, I think this is, and John said this earlier as we were watching. It's a really difficult episode because my blueberry score went up and down right the way through. <laughs> Um, you know, one minute it was shit, the next bit it was amazing. Bouncing bloobs. But I have to... <laughs> <laughs> I feel highly uncomfortable sitting in between you two now. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this might be a bit controversial. Oh, Ooh. God, she's going to give it a five. I've, I found no, this right. season really uh, difficult to engage with and I've not enjoyed it as much as I really wanted to uh, yeah. this is the first episode this season that I've really fucking loved and uh, mm. when we get to reactions some of the things I reacted to in comparison to everybody else I think were quite surprising I thought that um, Danny's descent into like mad proper full mad queen was fantastic I'm annoyed by some things um, which I'm sure we'll talk about later on but I am I'm going to give it five bloobs <laughs> Jeebus. Because what? I loved Damn, it. Yeah, I can't believe that. And, and I, <laughs> but there are so many episodes this season where I sat there and gone, I don't give a fuck about this shit. This, for what something happened, you know, there, there are things about it that aren't fantastic, but things happened that Maybe, excited yeah. me. Do you know yeah. what? I'm going, I'm going five moves because this is a democracy, entitled. not a dictatorship. You are entitled to it just as Danny believes she is entitled to the Iron Throne. John, throwing it to you next. Hello there. Yeah, look, I'm leaning more the the Gaz side here. Um, the dark side. This, uh, an episode like this, you have to... Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think retrospectively, I, I look back at some of these episodes and there are some that I've scored a four that retrospectively I'd look back and go, actually, that was a, th- that was a three. Mm. Um, I look at this episode and I think my score might be different tomorrow uh, the more i think about it the worse this episode gets i think so i think i'm going to give it a, a three mm. um but given how long i've invested in this show and the outcomes of certain characters part of me wants to wants to one blue bit yeah oh. I, can un- I can understand that <laughs> Do you know what i, I think but if you think back to how much I loved um, the long night, the long night, mm. much of that is is because of the spectacle rather than the payoff. Mm. When you watch an episode like this, I, I sort of love that Danny just burnt everyone. I sort of love that. Yeah, I like the story, um, and I don't I don't mind that being the ending. But 
but the build-up isn't. It's not. It's not, it's right. not satisfying. It's not it doesn't right. doesn't feel right. Like if you were, it feels like I've missed episodes. Yes, it feels like I've missed stories. Correct. I feel like in the books, like if this was to happen, and uh, do you know what? In a way, I feel like this has almost ruined the books for me because because I, I feel like it might go in this direction. There's absolutely no way that Jamie is going out like that. Correct. No we'll, chance. We'll, I'll get onto that. Um, Jesus, man. So I think I'll free blue bit. But it's very much a. Some of me is like, no, actually, it looks great, and then other parts of me is like, I, it almost feels like I've wasted my time thinking this is better than it is. Do you know yep. what I think is challenging about this? There, there are two things, and and this might explain my score on this. One, blueberrying it, blueberrying it immediately after watching it is weird <clears throat> because in hindsight you do change your scores. Mm. I. I'm not really happy about the way this season is going. So I've just sort of had to step back and enjoy it for what it is, mm. which is part of the reason why I think I really enjoyed this episode because I finally just let it go. I'm annoyed about let the direction go. they're taking it in. But you have to enjoy what's what's happening on screen because we can't change the fact that they've rushed it and that things are going in weird directions. You have to just enjoy the episode. So for me, well, that's part of the reason why I scored it the way I did. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll chime in. I'll chime in with some some musings uh i'm a bit speechless um like i said earlier <laughs> so i'll try and so articulate that's it. Uh, yes it i'll try and articulate my thoughts as best as i can but basically i think it's a travesty that this season of game of thrones the final season is mm. six episodes mm. for me it's a no like it's a well-known fact that hbo you know pleaded begged uh benioff and weiss the showrunners for more episodes. Mm-hmm. They, this is a cash cow for them. This is this is um, this, you know this is they're, they're, <laughs> that makes it sound worse. No, but like HBO, please do more because yeah, money rather well, no, than story. Yeah, but Benioff and Weiss have actually done the opposite. What they've done is decided to cut story in benefit mm. of just finishing it for their own you know mental health and all this sort of stuff. They've been, they've, honestly, <laughs> yeah. they said they've been doing Not it for like laughing. eight. They've been doing it for eight or nine years now, and yeah. they said it's te- dominated their lives and they want to get it over with. Yeah, I get and that. For me, I get it, but it's a travesty mm. because. You had built up so many nuanced characters mm. over five and six seasons, which had 10 episodes, and you let the characters breathe and you let the characters do rational things where we could genuinely believe their character turns and motivations. And yep. what this season has done, as like John said, made us think, oh, I've missed an episode there because we don't understand how quickly Danny has gone from a, you know, a hero and savior to, to the mad queen. Mm. Yes. We touted it back in season seven when we started podcasting with the burning of the Tarleys. And we you look, listen back to our podcast. We were like, yep, they may be setting up the Mad Queen storyline here. Then they sort of killed it and then they brought it back again. Mm. And it's so quick and so rushed. It's a travesty mm. that they have decided to finish this so quickly. I would have genuinely preferred them to hand the show to other showrunners for the final two seasons. If they don't Scott want- Gimple? Mate, I don't even care. I'll take Gimple. Just give it 10 episodes on these last two seasons. And I mm. think you would have an, one of the greatest shows of all time. At mm. the moment, I'm fearful for the way that Game of Thrones will be remembered because of this final season. Mm. The, You're right, though. The, the fandom is going to go crazy mm. about this episode. Like, just from a standpoint of the fact that Danny is a fan favourite character and she has descended into the Mad Queen role, mm. will... It's gonna. Get, I reckon this will be the lowest rated episode of the season easily. Yeah. Um, I'll, and I'll, I'll let you speak in a minute, Gareth. I just want to give some overall thoughts on the episode as well. I'm going to give it a three blueberry uh, mm. score. Like John said, I've toyed. I don't know what to give this episode. It's very difficult because I think 
the general terror and horror that is portrayed going on in King's Landing during this sacking and burning by Drogon and Danny yeah. is incredible. I think there are moments when you're like, and you'll hear our live reactions where I can't believe what we're seeing because it feels like such a betrayal. Mm. It feels like a betrayal in a good way to me though, because I, I do think that the Mad Queen storyline is, is the right way to go with the story. Mm. I do genuinely believe it's the right way to go. I just feel shortchanged. Mm. And I have to say other character moments like Jamie and stuff. I mean, I could have given this episode a one blueberry because of the Jamie stuff. And, yeah. and I, he's my favorite character. So for me, it's very personal. Um, you know, Clegane Bowl was amazing in a way. I, I kind of feel it's too. We'll get yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel it's a bit too late in the game. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's a three at this moment in time. It might change the the general spectacle. Incredible, mad, wasn't it? Very good. Um, John's reaction to stuff. Tyrion's reaction to stuff. I'm really liking <laughs> Varys's stuff at the start. I mm. do quite enjoy. Mm. Um, but it, I just feel so short changed, and I'm praying that the books are not this way. Mm. Uh, I don't mind about the general flow of the story. I just yeah. want the intricacies articulated better. <clears throat> and unfortunately, because of the shortened format, we aren't getting that. Mm. We are not getting that. So it's a three from me. I mean, they've been doing it for eight or nine years, like you say. What what difference is an extra four episodes going to make realistically to their mental health? What is it to them as individuals? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a bizarre decision. You know, we know famously they're going on to direct um, the showrunners are going to do three a trilogy of Star Wars films slated for 2020, <laughs> 2021, no, 2022, 2024 and 2026. Mm. So they're moving on to Star Wars. Um, they wanted to they wanted to basically just do another project. And I think. I have to say, I just think it's a terrible decision. I know that you guys all agree with I think, me. I, I think, so. yeah. So I guess what Gaz is getting at there is um, he, he's probably right. Like, I don't think it would be drastically different over four episodes, but mm. I'm pretty sure I, I read that it might even have been uh, Gurm that, that said Gurm. it needed two, two full seasons after. Yeah. So He wanted more. George wanted more. I mean, how many episodes was... Season seven. Seven. It was seven episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that that does feel, that feels too short. And we knew it was short, even back in season seven, when we're getting like the random trips to the wall and everyone, you know, beyond the wall and all this stuff with the characters suddenly meeting up with each other. Mm. Uh, You lose the soul of the show and the soul of the show has always been the characters. Mm. Like the battles are cool. Yes. We love the spectacle of the long night. And even the spectacle here in this episode was fantastic. And Sapovnich, the director has done a fucking amazing job. But what I will say is this, the the heart is the characters and we're not getting those Mm. character beats. Well, I guess the, the irony is in, in the early seasons where they'd be like, right. And now we're going to battle. And then they'd be like, hold on. I'm just gonna, Oh, what's (laughs) happened? Oh, mate, you should have seen this battle that we Yes, that it was unbelievable yes. but obviously we we haven't got the money yeah um and now they've got the yet, money yeah. yeah so yeah it's a weird one isn't it it is uh, i think we've dwelled on it quite a lot for general thoughts but as we go through the plot synopsis i hope we can sort of articulate our thoughts a bit better i think at the moment we're all no, a bit slagging us off no i think i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying to anyone who's just watched this episode mm. you know this does require multiple viewings and we do do that and we'll come back to it maybe next week mm. after we've seen the finale but Right now, I think it's best we cut to a little advert. Kill the boy, Jon Snow. Winter is almost upon us. 
kill the boy and let the man be born. Hello, yes, just a quick little plug for some of the content we have for you, lovely listeners, and we really do appreciate your support. If you are listening on either the Bastards and Broken Things podcast channel or our main <laughs> hub, which is called Fan Critical, mm. both on any podcast app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, you name it, we're on it. If you could subscribe, we would massively appreciate it. And be, feel free to review and share with your mates. We, you know, we're trying to grow. We are growing at a very fast rate. Um, but we want to grow further. And John, you know, he gets angry if we don't get any more subscribers, don't you? Can I have more subscribers, please? See, yeah, he's had the booze as well. Uh, yeah, boy. Here's, here's what's coming up. Here's what's coming up. Detective Pikachu. Uh, yeah! Which is getting rave reviews. And me and well, Gareth are massive Pokemon fans, and John to an extent. No, absolutely not. Well, like you and Gareth yeah. are massive Pokemon fans. Yeah. Big I like the little yellow fella. Yeah, Pikachu. He's all right, isn't he? Maybe he'll fly in. He's uh, the new dragon for Game of Thrones. Could, could, could be, could be. Could be. Um, we're going to be reviewing that this week, basically. So that will be out very, very soon. Not only that, we have another episode of oh. the worst of Netflix. Coming yeah, out. that is my favorite uh, one. Where Gareth and John scour Netflix for its worst content and mm. watch it so that you don't have to, and then laugh about it basically for like an hour, an hour and a half. And the, <laughs> the, the latest one they've done is called Baby Geniuses. Apparently, it's terrible. Um, and apparently the edit's really fun is it so they're really enjoying that and that's going to be out very soon not only that it's the last Game of Thrones ever next (gasps) week yeah I mean I don't know how to feel about it at the moment in time but um, (laughs) it's going to be good let's just all fingers crossed it's going to be good and not only that if you want to support us further on Patreon please do go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical on there we have several tiers where you can sponsor us and if you give us your monies, you get stuff back. You. Give us the monies. Yeah, cast episodes where we recast famous films throughout history with new cast members and different sets of rules is released about three a month, I'd say, which is pretty good. They're hilarious. We get a bit drunk. We have a bit of fun with it. You can commission a podcast. You can even be a guest Mental. on one of the podcasts. Join us, Join please. us if you'd like. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and please do check that out. Now, let's jump into the plot of... The bells. I've a tender spot in my heart for cripples, bastards, and broken things. I've uh, quickly mustered together the plot of the episode. Feel free to chime in with any thoughts as we go through. Chime, sort of like a bell. Yeah, pun pun very much intended, John. Thank Mm. you for drawing attention to that. Our listeners are smarter than that. They don't need you to say a pun. Uh, I do, though. Don't need to be on the nose like that. Oh, good. Fair enough. Let's start with our loved, beloved spider. (laughs) no. Start with Loved. Okay, let's... Our Loved Spider. Let's start with our beloved <laughs> Spider, uh, Faris, who is... Conspi- varies. It varies. You no, got it right, really. then. Yeah, I did. Who is conspiring against Queen Daenerys. Yes! And wants Jon, who is actually Aegon the Sixth, Aegon Targaryen the Sixth, <laughs> to take the, the Iron Throne. Mm. Um, so we have an interesting set of scenes here. Uh, we see him write, the episode opens with him writing a, a, a scroll mm-hmm. and who knows who he's sent, you know, Everyone. these scrolls to because he's been yeah. writing for a while as we see mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. We also have an interaction with him on the beach as John arrives, trying to persuade him there, trying to weave his little webs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we finally get Tyrion selling him out and his death. But he knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I think we should talk about this as just a block. Um, thoughts on this? I really want to know what... Because, okay, so the beginning bit where Varys is like, oh, I'm just 
just writing everything I feel just so, you know, this is exactly what I'm doing for the audience. Yeah. Uh, so very on the nose. And then it gets more on the nose when it's like, oh, hello, uh, have you poisoned her yet? It's like, <laughs> oh, Martha? fuck off, man. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Too, like, it just doesn't feel very careful for Varys. I think. So sorry. Yeah. Um, obviously, I know what you guys think because we were sat here together. Yeah. Um. Guys, what do you think about the old, uh, have you poisoned her yet? Oh, mate, um, totally agree. It all feels, um, it, it feels rushed from the start, doesn't it? Like, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's straight into the action, but I just don't, I just don't buy that Varys would, would be doing this. That's not his character. And that is sort of, that exemplifies everything that's wrong with this episode is it doesn't matter doesn't matter any of the character development that we've had over the past eight nine years it's just it's just let's let's put some characters into some situations and make up what they might do because Varys has always been clever and conniving and one step ahead of everyone else whereas this is like a he's a bumbling fool <laughs> I also think that um you you kind of forget how talented he is because he's been so underused and underplayed over the last couple of seasons we've not really seen him do what he is so mm. good at if you think back to seasons like one two and three mm. how integral he was to everything that happened yeah i actually quite okay it was a little bit clunky fine i, I will i won't disagree with that but i quite like the fact we got back to him doing what he does best which is scheming and plotting and you know taking he, control he doesn't do it very well does he well no no, no. that's what i mean by it being clunky but martha love her yeah, I I think the rushing is a problem. I think the, char- the, char- the whole it's, it's character destruction. It's it's just like it happened with yeah. Littlefinger when he started just being so obvious <laughs> in the books. He is such Stop an being so obvious. He's too God, obvious, man. Yeah. It became such. Why a, is he? Why is he twirling his moustache? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was like we liked the death of him, but but we have to say that his character was completely different in the books. Like you just mm. don't know what that guy's thinking. Yeah. Varys in the books as well. Like you just, mm. he is such an interesting character because he survived all of these kings, all of these monarchs, all of these yeah. reigns. Yeah. That the reason he survives is because he's smart. It's not because he, and he is serving the realm. He is genuinely trying to serve the realm. I do believe that. And later on in the episode, as we see, he's, he's proven very, very right, uh, much to Tyrion's <clears throat> dismay. But the burning of him, mm. first of all, Tyrion selling him out, massive. I couldn't... <laughs> straight away as well. Straight away. Rushed. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I thought he was going to. I didn't think he was just going to do it immediately after their conversation. Yes. Like, fuck's sake. But I think this is kind of what I was saying earlier about having to just take this season as an entirely different thing because they are rushing it so badly that you lose the the magic of these characters and the talent of them that you kind of just have to go with it which is what I'm trying to do here because, have, yeah. because I'm livid about it we are going with it it was way too quick though it I was, totally agree but, and but Drogon burning yeah. burning Varys I liked that uh, that's what, uh, what we knew that was going to happen we did mm. say that either Tyrion or Varys would die via Dragonfire mm. for this treasonous behaviour hey look First, first prediction. Yeah. Slap bang. Yeah. John, of the three. John did say that Paris would die this episode. He's gone. Uh, Gaz, this is where you know even John has a look across, and not our John, but John uh, Aegon the sixth. Not me. Uh, looks across at Danny after this and says, "You know <laughs> what are you doing, burning him alive, man? Like it's just <laughs> imagine if he said that. Bitch. It's just insane. Don't do that. Well, actually, I I, I wonder whether." 
I can hear how how our John did react to it. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, no, this this is it, isn't it? It's the uh, the seeds of doubt are being sown. Although you have to say, Tyrion had these seeds of doubt sown um, last season, um, with uh, when 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 she burnt the Tarleys alive, um, and so I suppose we we already know that she's capable of this kind of ruthlessness. Um, so this isn't this moment here isn't anything particularly new for Danny and is in line with her character development. Yeah. What did um Gaz, what did you think of the portrayal of Danny in these first few scenes? Like unraveling, un unkempt. No, I I did say to Emma and John when we were watching it that um she seemed like Lady Macbeth. Really mm. good comparison. Uh it just mm. seems like this and I, I just think it's this is what's going to annoy the fandom, right? It's just that She's such a strong character. She's she's literally performed miracles uh, to <laughs> to be where she is and to yeah. free the whole of like Essos. Mm. And now you look at her; it's dark, it's dingy. Her hair's unkempt. There's bags under her eyes. She looks crazed. <laughs> it's all gone a bit wrong. Isn't I just it? think yeah. it's a bit like I'm come crazy. On. Yeah, I'm crazy. It's, it's just a bit like come on, man. <laughs> she's a strong individual, right? She's a strong, independent woman. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, she, the the point is that she's she's descending into the Mad Queen, and yeah, or maybe it's a maybe it's a touch on the nose, but it's like I I don't I don't mind the the start of this. I don't mind that she's that she's looking a little bit worse for wear at this point. She's gone through <laughs> a lot. <laughs> she she's been worse she for has wear. been through she's a just lot. Just got in like, after three AM at the club. <laughs> Fucking banging one. What I find slightly annoying about this, actually, is that the only way to depict a woman on the edge is to take off her makeup and give her a few bags under her eyes. It's a bit annoying, mm. really, because there are other That's ways fair. to do it. Such as? I don't know, vocally? No. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I'm mad now, Tyrion. <laughs> no, I am mad. <laughs> You've oh, angered no. me. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't do that with John, would you? Definitely not our John. Not our John. He's already keep, mad. Keep his he's makeup on. It. He's lost it for years. He's bags under his eyes now. I'm looking at him. <laughs> no one needs to see him with that makeup either. <laughs> You're a mess, mate. Um, <laughs> so Varys is dead. Uh, Daenerys plans to incinerate King's Landing, but Tyrion, uh, you know, pleads with her, uh, you know, at Dragonstone, not to do so, and mm. says, "Look, if you hear the bells of King's Landing ring, you know that the city is surrendered." And do not attack. Leave it there. It's done. Okay? It's a good little setup, isn't it? Very good setup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to the name of the episode, The Bells. Uh, and as Tyrion pleads this with Danny, she reveals to him that Jamie was captured by the northern troops and the Unsullied trying to head past the Trident to King's Landing. It's because mm. he was waving his hand. Waving his golden hand. He is the stupidest oh, Lannister, apparently, which is also ridiculous. Um, he is, though. Well, not when you're in his inner monologue in the book, so we'll leave it at that. Um, I'm a big defender of Jamie. No, but so. he's not as but smart I, as Tyrion or Well, Cersei's Cersei. fucking stupid in the books, so don't ever say that she's smart. I don't know, you know, because you don't know but what's I'm sure, going to happen in the I'm books. Sure Jamie's, I'm sure Jamie was heading heading that way for some like clever reason. Like, there's some... Surely there's going to be some sort of 
brilliant twist as to why he's heading apparently into not gareth which is the devastating thing but so we know that jamie's there and Tyrion's like warned if you ever fail me again you're dead basically is what danny says he leaves and um plans to set jamie free with the help of Sadavos, if mm. Jamie can convince Cersei to sail to Essos or Pentos or Nessos and Anywhere will do. Anywhere will do. And basically relinquish the throne and ring the bells. And Jamie gives his words that is what will happen. Mm. Thoughts. I mean uh, the scene between them, the scene between Tyrion and Jamie, yeah. touching and beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was a bit emotional there, like that like their final scene together. I got a bit teary eyed over in the armchair in the corner. Um, I, but I and you, you picked up on this earlier, Len. I'm a, I'm a massive Jamie fan. Uh, we've got not got the biggest one here today, uh, Lucy. But I'm. This is the one thing that has disappointed me this episode and last episode is the fucking failure to maintain Jamie's character in his character arc. Yeah, because this is bullshit. It does. F- Basil agrees. Feel quite um, sad and traumatic for a character like him. And I, I, look, I do think George does right this way. I'm not saying that Jamie will go full honourable character and then not revert back to the dark side of the Force, which mm. is something that he might do. Yeah. And it would be very tragic. I mean, George writes tragic characters. Yeah. Jamie could <clears throat> be a tortured, tragic soul. I just hope it's articulated better than this. It felt yeah. so sudden, and that's the rushing and everything like that. Um, but this scene between them and the emotion that t- that Peter Dinklage, you know, gives in this scene for me Epic. was one of the standout moments of the episode. Mm-hmm. Like he said, you you were the, one of the only ones that never treated me like a monster. And that really got to me mm-hmm. um, because this brotherly friendship and this brotherly love is, is very evident. And we just haven't had enough of these two characters interacting over the course of the last four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion's lines were great in this scene. Actually, Tyrion was bang on. He, for, for the first time in a, this season, he, Tyrion, he's he, he started crying. That was a bit weird. It was weird, but it was it got me. I thought it was really sweet. It, really, yeah. it really got me. Got, got, I, got me too. Um, yeah, just two bros, two bros hanging out. I don't know. Too like, long. I think um, if someone would have told me that scene was going to happen um, beforehand, and I'd watched it, I'd probably be like, "Oh man, I'm I'm going to get some serious feels here." And I don't think I did. Like I was mm. kind of like, I like I liked Tyrion. I thought the crime thing was a bit weird. It was kind of just out of character for Him. a moment like yeah. that. Isn't um, that the point though? No, I don't he think knows so. Knows it's goodbye. Well, we called it the moment we saw it, and John, yeah, I was John, like, this is know, this is definitely the last time the last they're going to see yeah. each other. That you know, one of them's definitely going to be dead. Um. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> definitely dead. <laughs> And then the other one would turn up um, and say, what are you worried about? Um, yeah. But I just, I, I don't know. There, there's, there's, there was a disconnect um, from me when I watched it. I didn't feel the same way when uh, when Jamie let Tyrion out from when he was captured and he was yeah. about to be executed. Yeah. Um, and he said goodbye to him then. I didn't, I didn't I, like that. Felt emotional. This, yeah. There was, I don't know. There was something missing. I, 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 I couldn't tell you what it is, but mm, I think it's the whitewashing of Jamie's character at this stage. Maybe, mm. and I think that's genuinely it. Like mm. you know, um, but but it, this is this is a massive risk from Tyrion as well. You got to uh, oh mention that. Like he he will he's doing this almost certain that it will lead to his execution by yeah. Dragonfire. Yeah. It's right- Again, it's a bit stupid, though, isn't it? Because in the first fifteen minutes of 
uh, an episode that is what an hour and fifteen or whatever. So it's a very like short amount of time we've had. We've had him throw his mate under the bus for betraying Danny, turning around and then betraying her five minutes later. Yeah, and then going. Ah, uh, should be alright about it. Are you having a laugh, mate? <laughs> what, what do you think his end game is, though? Uh, like she, she won't remember. Yeah. Uh, Mental. He must be thinking. There must be some kind of logic behind this. What is his end game here? Yeah, what the is logic he, what is, is he the scriptwriters don't know what they're doing. But... About I reckon about seven minutes of screen time passed between Danny going. If you betray me again, that's the last time you betray me. And he went, all right, and then. <laughs> Betrayed her, like <laughs> turns oh, up on the shores of the Trident. Hell. Turns up on the shores of the Trident Ridiculous. and goes, uh, "You get it smuggling people into King's Landing." Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, it was a touching scene, and I do think you know Tyrion for all of his shortcomings in the writing department. <laughs> uh, you like that, did you? Uh, I think he's just been massively underused. Oh. Uh, Again, another, another size Yeah, thing. another size thing. Anyway, Massively. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. As uh, Jamie, Arya and Sandor oh, again yeah. infiltrate King's Landing. Oh, yeah. The armies assemble outside King's Landing's walls. The Golden Company are outside the walls. The Iron Fleet is protecting Blackwater Bay. Uh, they all are mounted with the new scorpion that Kyburn has devised, which we now know kills a dragon instantly. Um, <laughs> best Magic weapon, dragon killer. Best weapon ever. Best weapon ever. As this is happening, the army's lining up. Obviously, we know that it's going to be total chaos, hopefully, at some stage. But uh, Daenerys turns up literally out of the sun, which I thought was quite an interesting... It's just a bit weird, though. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? A bit sudden. Because it was like... It was sudden, wasn't it? It was clever. She's quite a far way out, and it didn't... Surely, it should be like... What? Sure. On the shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure leave. It's just pun central. No, but like surely you'd be like, make it more like bright so you can't really see what's coming. Yeah. So it's just it's just like this, it's just so sunny that you're like, what is he looking it's at? It's like and when... And then it just comes yeah. out nowhere rather than you see it and you've got like 10 seconds to react to this it, fucking dragon. It's, <coughs> it's, it's like when Gandalf appears to the east of Helm's Deep yes. and it blinds the uruk yes. Like, yeah. And Gandalf that make... turns up with Drogon. I love that. <laughs> It's amazing. Theoden King stands alone. <laughs> oh, I've got no, a fucking we... dragon with me this time. <laughs> um, Very good. No, yeah. it was weird, but she she appears and finally decides that she's levelled up her dragon riding game and um, decides. I'm gonna dodge. Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't know you could do that. <laughs> she's on the. Uh, she dodges and she burns the Iron Fleet, all of the scorpions, and this was. I mean, this is our reaction to. Uh, to basically destroying the front gate of King's Landing. Oh, they're not going to be fucking that cannon. Oh, my word! What the fuck? Oh, my days! Jesus, man! I mean, that was, that was it. That was absolute <laughs> madness. The Golden Company obliterated in an instant. <laughs> what? Why? Why include the Golden Company <laughs> we in did, anything? We utterly pointed. What have we did say? To the show? We did and say. T- and I tell you what. I tell you what. 
even if even if they had brought the elephants over, I'm not sure they would have made a difference. No, <laughs> literally fuck all difference at this point. No, but elephants can fly in uh, Song of Ice. Well, and my oh, favorite fuck. meme, my favorite meme of uh, Cersei wanting elephants is the shot of Drogon out of the Spoils of War episode, just like burning this loot train alive. But it's actually Dumbo, just like oh my god, <laughs> raining fire. <laughs> you know, oh, um, right? We have to talk about the scorpions because. They were set up as as being this incredible weapon that uh, the the this is the thing that's going to get the dragons and look how quick they can fire it and look how accurate they are and look how dangerous it is to the dragons and look how terrified Danny is of this weapon just gone just immediately <laughs> yes yeah. yeah, next episode now though. Mm. It's just a bit weird. Why, like. why have they? Why have they introduced them? Why did they even bother killing Rhaegal? Like, what was the point? They're trying to make it. They're trying. I mean, I'll throw it over to John, but I think it's just to trying to make it seem like Danny might lose. You mm. know, which is so mad considering that this episode, I've never seen a more one-sided victory in anything in my life. Mm. Like it was like. It was unreal how easy this was for her. <laughs> mm. Unreal. And it was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, Ray or no, this is a home run. <laughs> this is a fucking, you know, destruction of a whole city. Mm. I, I think what they were trying to do, and I'm, yeah, I mean, guys, you're right. Episode on episode, it's like, what? How's this happened? I think what they were trying to do is that conversation that Danny has with John earlier in the episode about the fact that he has love of the people, all she has is fear, is that she's finally, you know, grown some balls and she's like right fuck you lot then if if i want this throne i'm gonna have to fucking take it and i've I've got to show them what i've really got and she's actually just pushing for it instead of fucking pantying around like she has been mm. it isn't necessarily as believable as it should be um and it is too quick but that is a symptom of this entire season i fucking love this well, I think the bit I mean, you, I think the bit you loved a bit later on, just a little bit. Oh no, that bit I went a bit mental for, didn't I? Yeah, you did go a bit mad yeah, for that. Well, look, I it. I was as I told you before, if uh, if Drogon died in this episode, zero bloobs because I'd just be like, what the fuck is this? Um, the fact that he he killed everyone and he started burning innocent people alive, I was like, you know what? Good. Because as long <laughs> as he is fine, I don't really care. Um, to answer your question, Gaz, about the scorpions so if you remember last season when they were introduced and actually ironically before we started the pod uh we spoke about the scorpions we were like well are they just a mechanism to make the audience believe that the dragons are vulnerable and then the first ever pod that we did the spoils of war drogon gets hit by one and we're like oh no but obviously drogon is so tough that it's like we'll just pull it out it'll be fine now yeah. Even that, because they've obviously killed Rhaegal, we're thinking, okay, they've done something. They with... made bigger ones. They definitely made bigger yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. They, they even sent them behind the scenes. That now the spears. They're like version three. They're like ver- yeah, it's like the, up, yeah. They're bigger. The, the, the sold actual, out. The actual the actual scorpion arrows. Apple them, scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. Queues outside the door. <laughs> uh, I've been queuing up in. for two weeks outside, give myself a scorpion. Um, what a new douchebag. scorpion 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> Voice activated. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. So, I quite like the fact that we came into this episode and look, we 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 talk beforehand and we're like, oh, what are they going to do? Is Drogon going to be wearing armor? 
is Drogon going to come with his dragon friends? Dragon mates. Uh, dragon mates, yeah. Oi, oi! Um, that didn't happen, unfortunately. We're thinking, oh, what are they going to do? Actually, didn't need to do anything. It was just, well, no, fuck it. He's a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Game over. Mm. Um, so I, I didn't mind the fact that he just obliterated all their weapons. No. But, of course, and I guess you, you could kind of say they hinted toward that when you had about... 20 boats fire at the same time and all miss Drogon. Yeah. They've suddenly lost yeah. their auto aim. Uh, they're killing Rhaegar with Ray three Gal. fucking shots. Three shots. One in the neck. Um, so I, look, I, I don't mind it because I love Drogon um, and I want him to kill everyone. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it is silly. It is silly. Okay. I think let's move on from Scorpions because they are a big waste of our time uh, and the show's time, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. And Rhaegal's time. May he rest in peace. Mm. Now, uh, as this is going on, the front gate destroyed, Golden Company obliterated, Harry Strickland speared by... Good casting by, in the end, wasn't well, it? Harry Strickland, hilarious. yeah. Really good casting. Really good to be just <laughs> speared by Grey Worm. Yeah. Oh, I fucking um, loved it. That was hilarious. Well, yeah, but I mean, after surrendering, after he's thrown down his sword... No, no, Harry, uh, Harry Strickland was just running. He's fair game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, fair, yeah. he's completely fair game. Um, he is sort of running away, not armed. Doesn't ma- no, that doesn't matter. Well, that's, I don't know if he's fair game. He's I mean, fair game. <laughs> yeah. He's not, down, not running very well either. <laughs> <laughs> stab him in the back. Stab him in the back. <laughs> Yay. Ridiculous. Yippee. Uh, so as uh, John, the Northerners, the Unsullied, uh, breach the walls of King's Landing, which is now on fire, or the outer rims of uh, King's Landing is on fire, um, we see John approach a group of Lannister soldiers who, after a tense standoff, decide to drop their weapons and surrender. As this happens, the bells toll in King's Landing, signalling the surrender of the Lannister forces and that of Queen Cersei, not under Cersei's order, but under that of the Lannister generals and officers hooray it's all over hooray it's all over uh, this is uh, this is our live reaction uh, extended live reaction to that moment and the aftermath uh, shortly after that happens if she, now if she burns people don't you fucking do it Danny don't you fucking do it she can't control herself, look at her. Oh my god, don't you do it, Danny. You fucking idiot. She's gonna fly past, I reckon. Shh. Don't do it. No. Now, if Drogon dies here because of this. This is a zero How? episode. He can't die, mate. Stupid shit, man. This is silly. There you go. That's the grand transition. No! I thought about burning innocent people. No! Danny! Oh, oh my word, Danny, no. Oh no. No. So Danny has, the coin has very firmly landed on the side of madness here. She has gone for it. And I have to say, 
There's going for it, and then there's just fucking obliterating. I fucking loved it. The, the I just don't understand. I love the Mad Queen thing, but she goes fucking ballistic. Do you know what though? Like, if you're gonna fucking do it, she, do she's, it. She's she's gone absolutely mental on all the innocent women and children of King's Landing. Like, how how innocent was that is... little kid though? And a weird little face. Yeah, not her, but um, <laughs> she deserves to die. All the other ones. But I mean, this it, is this is this is a step too far, Emma. This is too yeah, far. Yeah, this is madness. How, like, I, I disagree. This isn't, why? Go, go on, explain. That is mad. I will tell you join. why. For for why? Here we go. We've got our own fucking mad queen here. Hiroshima. If you're gonna, okay, I'm not talking nuclear weapons here, Hiroshima. right? Well, this is a nuclear weapon. Being is used. It, in a show like this, and at this point, if you're gonna rush it, and if you can, if you're gonna go for it. I don't want some half-assed fucking mad queen. I want batshit fucking mental. And this is exactly what we got. And I, and do you know what? If you're going to do it, do it properly. Because yeah. she... I mean, you think back about the absolute nut jobs of, like, previous Targaryen rulers. If that coin flips that way, flip it. Go go the whole fucking way. <clears throat> don't do not do it by halves. You... Don't just, just burn the Golden Company <laughs> and then go, oh, you know, now I feel bad. I'm a bit mad. No. Just, just set them all alike. <laughs> but can you imagine watching this episode of Emma and she's like, oh, no, gone. Oh, oh thank goodness. She's burned the kids as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not quite what I said. Um... It's just when you see these little children running around. I mean, and it is like, awful. You see the aerial shot and basically... Aries. Yeah. <laughs> the the Aries whole shot. The whole of King's Landing is ablaze. Mm. Like, mm. she didn't just go for the Red Keep, where obviously a lot of innocent civilians are. Mm. She destroys the whole city. Too much, man. You're but- talking millions <laughs> of innocent people Gaz, dead. do you get where I'm coming from, though, if you're going to do it? I mean, I'm not saying it's not awful because it is, but do you not get where I'm coming from? I just, I don't, I don't think there's any justification for that. Like, it, it would <laughs> show... Yeah. Genocide, essentially. It would show, it would show madness if she went and burnt all the Lannister forces in the Golden Company after they're surrendered. Yes, that that's enough. Be, that would be enough. There, there isn't any anything that happens in, in Danny as a character to make her go, instead of being the breaker of chains and the saviour of innocent people and somebody <laughs> who wants to change the it's world for the better, nothing happens to her to make her go, I'm going to kill all of the women and children I can see. Like, but the point is, is that she's gone too far to turn back now. And that, that's the well, point. Yeah, but well, she certainly did when she was burning children alive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's okay. We shouldn't burn children alive mm. and, unless you're trying to prove a point in a TV there's, show, there's not just, in there's real a life. Missing, there's, a, <laughs> there's a missing step, though, Emma. There's a step in there. Yeah, yeah. but there's about 20 I, missing steps missing. in this entire fucking season. Mm. I mean, it just feels like, and you heard our reactions there, like, it, mm. I just couldn't believe it. I, and, and I can't believe what I was seeing. It's me in the background. Just, yes! Just burning innocent civilians, children, women, families alive. Surrendered soldiers. That would have been enough. Dogs. Just the surrendered soldiers. Yeah, dogs, horses. Yeah. Um, no, look, if you're a soldier, you, look, you've you signed up for that. Yeah, you've signed up for that. Agreed. Party contract. But I just feel, like you said, Gareth, there's no coming back from this. If Danny doesn't die next episode, I'm sorry. She needs to die. She needs to pay for what she's done. Oh, yeah. That and a lot of the fandom will be annoyed by that because 
she is this miraculous character who has come from like essentially nothing. Yeah, she she's very entitled, as we said, but she came. She was <laughs> she's so- very entitled. She's very yeah. entitled, but she was sold and raped by um, mm. you know um, Carl Drogo. Mm. At, you know the first book and the first show. She stepped into the fire. She birthed these dragons. She burnt down Vaestothrak. She, she walked in with three stones. Came des- out with three dragons. Yeah, she mm. destroyed the masters and freed all the slaves. <laughs> she is the breaker of change. Ah, oh, Misa, Misa, a miraculous character. Someone who <laughs> believes in destiny, like Tyrion says, believes in destiny. I mean, is this her destiny? Mm. Is this it? I mean, it's, it, that is the thing that it's hard to grasp, and it's it's tragic. Like I said, George writes tragic characters, and this mm. is a bittersweet ending that he might have been, you know, foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, but the fandom will, will react to this, and it's not going to be pretty. I can't fucking wait. Weird though, isn't it? I saw uh, online um, somebody wrote this. It's pretty funny. Go it was on. like um, claim it to like, your own. Oh, um, mum. Why are there only seven seasons of of Game of Thrones? Doesn't isn't there like a final season where where there's an ending? No, no, Khaleesi, that's uh, that's the final season there. Because how many people do you remember? Loads of people started naming their kids Daenerys and Khaleesi oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. How are they going to be feeling? Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> that is brilliant. Um, so who are you named after? Well. That right. bad bit. Just watch up to season seven of Game of Thrones and we're all right. Yeah. Don't oh, go so, into season So, eight. Mummy, what happened with that with that thing? Look, Adolf, just don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, they can weed a bit then. Don't read any books. Yeah, they won't remember. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Oh. I think we can come on to more Danny stuff later on. Oh. Um the l- <laughs> uh, that seems very inappropriate considering she's been burning kids alive. As John is on the ground with Davos and Tyrion. <laughs> Had a beer. <laughs> uh, the Allied army follows her lead, slaughtering innocent women and children in their path, horrifying Tyrion and John. John is also there stopping the, you know, John, you were saying when this was going on, what are they doing? I said, mm. mate, this is m- medieval <laughs> warfare. When a city is sacked, it is raped, it is pillaged, it is bloodlust. It is, is yeah. o- honestly, <laughs> oh, it's it's I'm chaos. Sure, I'm sure there's a reaction somewhere where you just scream at me, screaming at me, going, "Look, all right, it's bloodlust." <laughs> there <laughs> is so creepy. There hundred percent is. Look, oh, rape and pillage. Oh god, it's bloodlust, blood all right? So don't. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> <laughs> but it's disgusting. It's horrible, yeah, man. It's terrible, man. But that this one guy that's like, he's got so much bloodlust, we'll call it that, <laughs> um, that he, he goes to attack John. I mean, His king. Is he, uh, yeah, and he's also like the best with a sword. Yeah. What's he thinking, man? <laughs> fucking hell. He's thinking, I'll kill John and rape this woman. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Just get man. out of my that's way. So I want terrible. to do my raping and pillaging. Yeah. Oh, my word. Selfish. Uh, you. Gaz, your thoughts over there on John's disgust at all of this? Um, I, I loved the reaction shots like from, from John and, and Tyrion as it was going on. Um, just brilliant. Uh, Tyrion in particular. The, it was, the look of horror was, was amazing. Um, and in keeping with their character, unlike a lot of things that happened in uh, in this episode, um, I, I, feel, <laughs> I felt so bad for John in that situation. He's just like, I really like, I don't want to kill children 
Um, can we all stop, please? And, but everybody <laughs> Gaz, just stop. lost it around Gaz, him. how would you um, have reacted if Tyrion was watching it all and started laughing? And then, <laughs> and then John just started slaughtering kids whilst laughing. Like, what show is this, man? I mean, that's that's almost the equivalent. I mean, that no, could that have is, happened, that's the yeah. equivalent. That's the equivalent. <laughs> if John had just started going around stabbing kids, it would have been the same as what Danny's doing. Can I just clarify? I don't condone burning or stabbing children. <laughs> you're still coming back to that. No, you're, the ship has sailed on that. Made very yeah. I thought I might be able to rescue it, but... The listeners have made their peace with the fact that you are a homicidal maniac. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Disgusting person. They love it. I'm Smelly the best person. one. And if you do want to sponsor Emma and her homicidal tendencies, go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash fancritical. Yeah. <laughs> forward slash mad bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> On the new channel, Mad Critical. Yeah. So, mad Critical. Spin-off, if anything. Um, okay, so that's happened. John's trying to stop everyone from literally raping people. Can we talk um, a little bit about Grey Worm in this? Well, we can, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like, How's he still alive? Uh, well, good on him. question, but but actually, yeah, fucking good on him because all of a sudden he's shown some grit and he's just got he's fucking gone for it, isn't he? I, I mean, he's always oh really grit and he's got no penis. Why are you praising people for killing innocent people? <laughs> <laughs> We've just gone over this, Gareth. Um, but I well, actually on, quite Grey liked Worm, it. Hold on, Grey Worm hasn't killed any. Oh, it, he's killed some soldiers. He's definitely not raped anyone. Soldiers. Yeah, I mean that is bad, but he's not like. And also, he did stab Harry Strickland in the back when he was limping away without a weapon. But Harry Strickland is a terrible character, and we all agree he's a terrible actor as well. So, yeah. oh, we, we fucking knew they were going to be fucking cannon fodder. But anyway, yeah. so, but it's not like Grey Worm's going, yeah, and just like punches a kid in the face and right. just kills someone's mum. Like, he's still just attacking soldiers. But this is why I wanted to yeah, bring it up because unarmed actually. Soldiers. His reaction of just pure, like, serving of Danny and powering through to take the city, I th- I really liked it. I don't even think it's that, though. I think he's just, he's just enraged with the fact that he's, the one thing that he lives for is just had her head cut off. Yeah, that's fair. So he's like, you know what, I'm fucking killing everyone. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he has a genuine motivation to be a bit bloodlusty. Mm. Um, and he is. Um, um, only so far. But let's move it on. We've got we've got some very interesting things to come on to. Let's start off with Cersei. Let's talk about Cersei for a minute because she was led up. Or we were led to believe that before this battle took place, it was very even. Mm. It's very even. Uh, she quickly realizes delusionally um, that it's over and that she's she's believing that she is still safe. Once Danny goes full Mad Queen, which Cersei has pushed her to, never go full Mad Queen. Never go full Mad Queen. Yeah, always. Um, she's pushed her to that point. She, you know, starts to realise it is game over. Mm. Um, and you see a tear roll down her eyes, mm. uh, from her eyes. And Lena Headey played this really well. I thought she was excellent in this episode. Yeah, really good. But she um, had very little to say or I do, think she's, her, her reaction. She's excellent all the time. I mean, she always is. But, <laughs> but, but in this episode especially, I thought she portrayed it perfectly. Um, Everything that I wanted from it. How how is it being her agent anyway then? Uh, (laughs) She's now available for many other things, as we'll get on to later. She she bloody loves that balcony though, doesn't she? Oh, certainly. I think she lives up there now. She's been there all season, and then Kyburn's like, "Come on, you got." She's like, "No, no, I don't want to go. Only if you let me stay here." Yeah. Um, I love love how she's like, um, just just one good shot will get the dragon." And Kyburn's like, "No, the the scorpions are gone." And she's like, oh, okay, well, the the Iron Fleet will get them then. Right, like, mm, that's a bit they're shit. All, they're all dead. 
So, um, maybe maybe he'll have a heart attack or something. Or dragons die of. Imagine maybe that. He's got like. Yeah. <laughs> Just Drogon falls out of the sky. Severe Your dragon has had a heart attack. Please remove yourself from the dragon. Um, <laughs> I uh, the thing about Kyburn, um, I can't believe he stayed. I can't believe he didn't just leg it. Yeah, he's like he's very switched on. Mm. I mean, okay, they find him and he's fucking half dead at Harrenhal, but yeah, I just I was hoping there was more to Kyburn. I mean, I did. I did pick him to to die in this episode. Rushing and, again, just you know, the rushing second again. good pick. But I don't know. It's just like, I mean, I, I quite like the fact that him and Varys died in the same episode. Both, you know, master mm. of the you know, both the spiders, aren't they? The yeah, the whisperers, the whisperers, um, Walking Dead. But yeah, I don't know. I, I was hoping for a line. I, I was hoping for a bit of humour from Kyburn this week. You know, maybe a bit of, uh, uh, yeah, you know, certainly come. Come over here. There's uh, you should hear these kids being killed. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, oh, was right, that Emma um, whispering <laughs> to uh, Cersei? Or... Yeah, it was me. Cersei, look, yeah. the children are burning. But um, but yeah, look. Um, that was creepy. Lena sorry. Heady is uh, she's been great. Um, I just uh, this whole her just completely underestimating what they're up against. And then having no tangible Escape battle plan. plan. It was just yeah. a bit like, I feel like I've been misled as a viewer. Well, it's smug and prideful, isn't it? And that she thinks she has nothing to worry about because she's got all her fucking scorpions. And actually, yeah, that's, she said, her, that's her demise. About? Yeah, was, uh, I don't know. It was just... Stop saying that. <laughs> Fuck, you know. No, it was... You have been misled as a viewer. You have been... Mm. You have been the, the wool has been pulled over your eyes and then they've pulled it back and gone, actually... Say what were you worried about? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, so as she's uh, led away, we have uh, Jamie who has decided to sort of go to the secret entrance to the keep. Um, and he's confronted by Euron Greyjoy. Now, look. Terrible. Look. Terrible. This is ridiculous. Oh, terrible. This magical, magical appearing pirate man. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm here. I'm here to do some fighting. What is he? What is this character? Magical pirate man has appeared. (laughs) If Jamie goes out this way in the books, I'll eat a hat. I will eat a hat. What kind of hat? Trilby? A trilby, yeah. I'll eat a a fucking trilby. A trilby? Eat a a pirate hat. Obsessed with children. No, I said trilby, not children. Yeah, pirate hat, Gaz. I'll eat a pirate hat. Good call. Um, It was this confrontation, this battle, this little duel... Jamie Lannister Ridiculous. is the finest swordsman that's no, arguably on. ever lived. However, he's lost his hand yeah. and he's now yeah. left-handed. It's a caveat. Yeah. Ropey as. Ropey as. But Euron's a fucking prick in this show. I like, don't think that is a fair assessment of his sword ability. Just calling him a prick. <sighs> in the books, he's a much cooler character, but in the show, he's an absolute douche. Like, I don't, there's I don't so know. much more to him in the books because there's the whole kind of magic element. Mysticism, you know, mystery, sorcerer, yeah, all of that, which, yeah. is, which yeah. makes it... A lot, a lot different, I think. Mm. I mean, he is ridiculous, but I quite like it. This was nonsense. This is the only bit of the episode that I hated. No, there's more. But, no, this was shit. <laughs> Don't talk about me that way. And, I mean, how far are we going to talk about the scene? Because when when he... I mean, I guess we should insert the audio just for Len's just crying of, No! <laughs> um, I'm sure it sounds something like that. It does. Jamie. 
No, don't you, don't let fucking Jamie die to that prick. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's a Valonqar, he can't be killed. He's gonna kill him with like, his hand, I reckon. No. What? No! Yeah, I wasn't best pleased. Yeah, and, and to be <sighs> honest, like... Yeah, I agree, because Euron is... Look, in the books, he's cool, but I suspect there's no chance this, this is not getting anywhere near the books. Um, do you know what? I, I, I don't even think they'll fucking meet in the book, to be honest. Like, I think it's that... Mm. I think they're that foreign from one another. Maybe Victorion will meet him instead. Maybe. But, um, Make more sense, wouldn't it? This whole scene was just a bit shit. Like, I expect to see this in, like, Pirates of the Caribbean or, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters 2. Something very like, camp. It's not... <laughs> very camp and kitsch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, camp and kitsch too. Um, <laughs> I just... I... I struggle to, to even believe that they would write this and go, oh, do you know what would be good? Um, if Euron just comes out of the ocean and he goes... <laughs> like Daniel Craig yeah. and James Bond. <laughs> Can you imagine if he'd have come out in little pants? Yeah. It's a massive bulge. No, bikini. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's shit. It is shit. Uh, and anyone that thinks that scene was good, uh, you're a moron. There you go. Very offensive so, to anyone. Well, no, I just, listeners who thought no, that was I'm good. Just being honest, yes, but it's fair. also pointless. So it's shit and pointless. Like, <laughs> just shit and pointless. Sticking with shit the pointless, pointless end. Yeah, <laughs> good. Um, so that happens. Uh, Jamie kills Euron, but he is mortally wounded. Um, well, he's yeah. I mean, he's stabbed yeah. in his lungs essentially. And you're thinking yeah. he is definitely dead. And then he's. <laughs> He stabbed in his lungs and he can't speak, and then all of a sudden, five minutes later, he's he's found Cersei and he's fine. Well, that's... it has zero zero impact on the rest of what happens to him. Like mm. Euron goes, "I'm the man who killed Jamie Lannister." I mean, surely he's more like impressed by the fact that he killed a dragon well, last week. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm the man that killed no. that dragon that no one cares about. Oh, okay. Did you kill Jamie as well? What, the one-handed fellow? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll I tell you what. I, uh, is there a chance... I mean, maybe we'll touch on this at the end, but is there a chance that Jamie and Cersei are still alive? Uh, we'll come on. To, yeah, I mean, let's mm, discuss possibly. that. I mean, it looked And like, we'll come back to that later on in the episode. It looked like they were definitely dead. <laughs> and you're watching that, you're thinking they're definitely dead. But anything can happen. <laughs> And then they popped their head out of the dust and went, what are you worried about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. It's getting silly. Um, ah, silly. As the Hound and Arya infiltrate the Red Keep, the Hound... We Sandor call him Clegane, Sandor now. We call him Sandor. Sandor Clegane uh, Sandy. convinces Arya to abandon killing Cersei. Now... Let's stop there on this bit. I quite like this because I think this generally will happen yeah. in the books. Mm. I think this is, this is a genuine thing. Like Arya will, has become this emotionless sort of killing machine. Mm. And I think it needs <laughs> someone like her, like Sandor, who she respects, to say to her, look, do you want to become me? You can have a life. You, you can 
not be a lady you know, that that isn't you but you can you can still have a life you can live it you can be a warrior you can you go you know you can, can, can be a warrior yeah. all worried mate. warriors yeah. Yeah. Maisie uh, Williams was on point in this episode yes. though she was she was fantastic I'm going to say it, she was spectacular um, as was Rory McCann and they have such great chemistry and, and you're right it's it's an opportunity for her to change her path abandon of, the list yeah abandon revenge embrace I liked life. It. That. <laughs> Am I then AA meeting? All right, Wham. Oh, that is spectacular. I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> Abandon the list, embrace life. So we will be selling those mugs and t-shirts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. That is bad, this man. <laughs> yes, you should be ashamed of yourself. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, so that was nice. It's just hilarious. I love it. I got some laughing. Abandon the list. Oh, I've got some shopping to do. No, worry no about, don't worry about your shopping, mate. Embrace life. All right, well, I won't buy this stuff then. <sighs> Too many gins. I love that. That's good. Oh, yeah. I like that. I mean, the sentiment is... Uh, the sentiment's there. Yeah, absolutely. The meaning's there. So uh, Sandor, as Aya now calls him, moves on to... Finally, have something that we have been itching for for years. Yes! Insert live reaction now. Clear game, ball, clear game, ball. He needs to be waiting. Get the trumpets out, John. <laughs> we finally get clear game, ball. Finally. Um, at the very end of the show, we have these two. Yes, yes, the the klaxon of doom, uh, the klaxon of the game. Uh, brother versus brother, the hound dispenses of all these cannon fodder like soldiers easily. The Queen's Guard, as they should be called. Yeah. I mean, they're supposed to be the finest knights in the land, in the realm. Fuck me, <laughs> he 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 couldn't. It would honestly be like. Kicking off a little slug with no personality. <laughs> <laughs> with no yeah. personality. Yeah, and you're jealous because yeah, just gets rid of him. He's pretty um, good, to be fair, Sandor, but fucking hell. I'm surprised can... that, given how on the nose some of the stuff in this episode is, I'm surprised um, Cersei didn't just go, My Queen's Guard, who are the best in the land, will take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, And they're just dead. Um,. He and then, disposed and then, very quickly. And then Cersei's just like Cersei's like, um, I think I think I just I left the oven on. I must leave now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Sneaks off. I must go. My planet well, needs me. It was Kyburn's demise, though. He's oh, like, come on, mate. He's like, told. listen Oof. to your queen, and he literally just. I mean, it's just like now. Nah. John yeah, cracked up when this was going on. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, here we go. He's killing Kyburn. <laughs> <laughs> just picked up Kyburn and tossed him across the room, yeah, dead. Yes, yeah, dead. <laughs> I was devastated. I love Kyburn. Yeah, I mean, sad end for a character. Wow. Um, Frankenstein, I mean, Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, literally mm. created the mountain. This, you know, ensemble force. By his own creation. Indeed, it's quite tragic in a way. Once mm. again, very George. I could definitely see that happening. Exactly. Um, life. Cersei just goes. Yeah, just gonna, <laughs> like you said, Gaz. Just gonna duck out this one, uh, and Fire. left the Game Bowl, which I have to say, I did enjoy, but I. 
did feel a bit disappointed. I was a bit annoyed. I thought this stairs. was really cool. I I thought it was like um, I don't know. It looked like a looked like a scene from Mortal Kombat. Oh my yes! god! Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, as we were watching it, I said, "This is Mortal." What did you say? I said, "This looks like the backdrop of Mortal Kombat." What a backdrop! It's like Mortal Kombat. That's uh, mental. Well, I I said it first, so technically um, you did because of time difference, probably. But yeah. Um, yeah, correct. Yeah, I watched it last night. Um, Talking to himself. It like <laughs> yeah, with the the burning the burning sky and the like crumbling ruin of the uh, yeah. of the keep. Yeah. Um, Sub Zero. It, it, it was a fucking cool setting, and then get over like, here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he looks Gregor Gregor Clegane looks like. An evil character from yeah. Mortal Kombat, or yeah. Resident Evil, mm. or something like it's yeah. terrifying. Do you he not think terrifying. he looked a bit like a mouldy version of Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, it could do. Well, he certainly is a mouldy version. What terrible things to say about a person? <laughs> mouldy. He's been brought back to life. He's, he's not, a zombie. I know, but he's not a lovely camembert. Like, he's <laughs> a human yeah. being, man. Fair enough. If he was a camembert, human. After he'd been in that fire, mm. I have to say. He'd have been delicious. Dip some bread in that. He'd have been fucking well delicious. Well, dipping. He could use his arm for it, seeing as it fell off. Um, and this is, is where we insert horrendous. our advert for camembert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but that the, the whole battle, I, I was a little bit underwhelmed. I thought the backdrop was very cool. Um, when Sandor was getting his eyes picked oh, in. Oh, disgusting. Oh, man. my word. Oh. That makes me feel sick. Uh, and, <laughs> let, let, you know, the mountain unstoppable, like stabbed in the head, he's still pulling the dagger out. Mm. So Sandor. Uh, spears him into the flames. Spear! Into the flames, which... For a wall. For, for a character like Sandor is such an iconic death because he is terrified of the fire. It's like a sacrificial... To die in the fire from whence his Love. brother pushed his <laughs> face. From, from whence, whence, from whence, from whence <laughs> his brother pushed his face. <laughs> it's not exactly Shakespeare, is it? Well, we do try in this podcast to like liven it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that was a devastating end for these characters. But as yeah. I predicted correctly, both I said brothers. both good, brothers yeah. would die in this podcast. So, Wait, it's bros. Yeah, me and John both on two. Um, Emma on zero. Emma, and I, you, you are on zero. Spoiler warning, zero for the whole prediction. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes, Terrible. Emma's like, oh, I think Jor is going to die this episode. Well, I definitely He's didn't already say already that. dead. He's <laughs> <sighs> definitely dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive again. No, what Yay! are you doing here? So, uh, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> As this was going on, uh, we did keep screaming for Arya to turn up once again, like we did during the Long Night episode, like screaming, like, where are you, Arya? She's just running through the streets of King's Landing, um, <laughs> seeing and showing us firsthand the chaos that is going on. Horrific. Uh, it's another one shot. It's another thing that the Game of Thrones likes doing, especially this director, Miguel Sapovnich. He does love doing these one shots, mm. mainly with Jon Snow in the battle episodes. Mm. This time we follow Arya. And I have to say... It was it was just brutal watching this. It was yeah. fantastic. She, and because she's embracing life again, sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> her character has Choose become life. has become afraid again. Like she, mm. you know, she you see well, she the fear. And, yeah, she has mm. some emotion. She has some genuine a genuine will to live now. Whereas yeah. before, she was on a suicide mission. So mm. it was quite good to see. And we see the the mother and child who she had to sort of bond with here, who yeah. save her originally, and then she goes to save. 
and they get burnt to a cinder. I'm Arya. What are your names? Don't worry about it. We'll only last five minutes. In fairness, <laughs> she doesn't try very hard to make that kid come with her after her mum's been like slashed by a Dothraki, does she? She goes, oh, come on. Oh, fuck it. See you later. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not slagging her off. I like it. I think you I mean, are slagging her off. Yeah, she tried. Knowing you, you'd probably be like, oh, do you not kill Arya? She's a kid in a yeah, way. Yeah, you were like, burn that child and Arya. <laughs> no, Arya. I like Arya. <laughs> It's Turn okay, them all. the child is dead. The other child, though, definitely banned that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Terrible. Can't wait to have That's Lucy back next week. I'm going to have nightmares about the things that Emma's been saying. <laughs> with, with she won't be back. Now that Jamie's dead. Lucy's probably ended yeah. it all. She'll never podcast anymore. <laughs> Fucking hell, someone want to check in on Lucy. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so this was, a, this was brilliant stuff. Gaz, your thoughts on Aya straddling around uh, yeah. King's Landing? Straddling? Oh, Fucking hell. I don't, Stra- don't remember that Straddling. Straddles a horse later, but yes. um, magical, a magical horse. Gendry. Um, it's, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's like a nightmare, isn't it? Like uh, some of, some of the, some of the scenes that she walks into are just horrendous. Like the there's a little square that she walks into. There's some guy there, like missing his legs, and his face is sort of half melted. Oh. Yay! Um, and everybody's just crying and screaming and oh my god it is it is awful um <laughs> terrible shout though when all those people are huddled, huddled in the corner and she's like you have to leave let's leave immediately otherwise you'll die and then she's like come on follow me and they're like oh god all right we're a bit scared and yeah. then they die immediately <laughs> die immediately oh. terrible shout aya leave them leave them alone it was horrendous to see and i you know Arya is one of my favourite characters and after the long night I love that payoff of her um, killing the Night King but to see her like this and just amidst this chaos this fire the burning rubble the sacking of the city it was it was brutal and um, very well played by Maisie Williams who I have to say has probably been arguably the standout character of the season Um, and someone who I genuinely do feel has not been shortchanged in any way, shape, or form. Mm. I think she, her yeah, character, true, uh, her, true. her character has been ex- extremely true. Her and John, I feel, are, are very consistent. Um, the Starks, in general, actually, even Sansa. So mm. uh, at least the Starks are, are staying true to their Fucking character. Um, yes, go screenwriters for getting something right. Let's up. talk about Cersei and Jamie. Um, and uh. the, the scene of the scene of Jamie arriving into the the room with the map um, of Westeros painted on it. Um, for me... The map room. I, I, yeah, the map room, obviously. I thought, and I was shouting this, I won't put the live reaction in because it's silly, but I'll just put. I'll just say now, I kept saying to the guys, oh, the eye, eye is going to be wearing his face. Mm. He's, he, you know, he's died off camera because he was mortally wounded and eyes going to be wearing his face. She's going to kill him. Kill Cersei, sorry. Um, and that didn't happen. But uh, it could have happened. It could have happened. That would have been terrible if that had happened. It's a very popular theory amongst fans. And, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. to say, obviously, I don't like it because Jamie dies. Mm. Um, he dies anyway. So I would have maybe enjoyed that more than well, what we got. Well, he dead. Well, so. yeah. Um, but what did you guys think about the scene between Cersei and Jamie? Uh, you know, actually, Lena Headey here is fantastic. Mm. And it, amidst this chaos, the, the ceiling falling down, the room on fire, the red keep <clears> burning. <throat> it looked fucking cool. Yeah, I think the way they played it was, and and the scene was great. The way they played it was fantastic. I just didn't like the way that Jamie had reverted back to Cersei. So I, th- I think it was done really well. Mm. I just didn't like the way the story ended 
for these characters. For them. Mm. No, and I, and I kind of wanted more for Cersei as well. But you're right, Lena Headey was fantastic. In oh, she kills it. Like She crushes it. Like she, she Consistently. You know, consistently excellent. Here's, uh, here's a question for you. So I'll start with you, Len. Mm. Right. Shoot. Baby. Yeah. Was she ever pregnant? I think I think they've made it clear now that she was by the way she was talking at the end of the episode about the child. Mm. Now, I'm not a fan of it. I actually preferred the idea of her being manipulative and using the idea of a child to Mm. manipulate certain characters like Euron. You think that she? I think she was definitely pregnant because she was saying it on her in her dying breaths to Jamie. I want our baby to live. Mm. She was genuinely terrified, wasn't? Uh, And that was the first (laughs) time you see the veil of her come down. Yeah. (laughs) So. So you're definitely pregnant, Emma. What? You definitely pregnant? I hope not. What, what pa- an announcement! Only on for there. Patreon, we get we get a special announcement. Patreon yeah. paternity test. Um, do you know actually? And Len is right in saying this. Her her reaction, her portrayal of her devastation and her fear of wanting this baby to live and knowing it's not going to. Then yes, yes, I think she was. Gaz. Mm. Yeah, I've always I've always said that she was pregnant. <laughs> uh, I was always so, saying it, so don't You can tell. You can tell, can't you? So Yeah. Um, um it'd, No, it'd just be, it'd be a pointless lie, wouldn't it? It'd be a pointless lie. There's there's no And John, what what do you think? <sighs> I don't know. Is is my honest answer? I mean, um, she, I mean, yeah, I mean I think I think that final scene with her is telling it's the But I but it okay, is but the I, mask I, I coming I, off. Yeah, but I, no, I, I don't think so. I think even it would be in quite her... an interesting twist of her complete manipulation of everybody if it was still a lie, and that I was just a manipulation think, of Jamie. Yeah, I just think she is so she's so like invested in manipulation that she would just it, it almost feels desperate to continue that lie. Yeah. Or I don't know, it's a terrible thing, isn't it? Imagine, imagine if she was lying. And she was lying to Jamie, and rather than release him from the idea of his child being killed, yeah, that she would just continue the manipulation. Mm. How, I quite like how, that. I, I I just think that is, I don't know. There's a certain amount of it's very Cersei, isn't it? Pathos. Uh, I, I tragic characters. It's uh, just awful. It's isn't a tragic it? demise. But I, but I quite like it. They they obviously get crushed as they're trying to escape uh, to the. Through, through the through the crypts where the the dragon heads are. Yeah, but are they dead though? The, so. Uh, so it turns out that Valencar means the ceiling. <laughs> so any for any show watchers only, the Valencar theory is something that is touted in the books. That when Maggie the Frog uh, gives the prediction of how Cersei's children will die and how she'll be overthrown as queen, uh, it says the Valencar will wrap his hands or her hand around you and strangle the life out of you. And Valencar means younger sibling. So there were loads of touted possibilities. We've always been a fan of the fact that Jamie would actually kill Cersei in 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 the books. Mm. Now, I don't believe. And although prophecies don't come true or whatever, everything that Maggie the Frog has said to Cersei has happened. Mm. Uh, I do think the Valencar theory will happen in the books. I just think in the show has taken a completely different direction. I do also think, though, that you can see this as fulfilment of that prophecy. So Tyrion led them down there and um, squeezed the life from her. She was crushed by the ceiling falling. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it means a bit shit, but if you want to look at how it can be you're, you're one of those people who looks at star signs and goes, oh yeah, definitely applies to me this week. You love that, don't you? You I love a star it's sign. It's horoscopes, then. Whatever. <laughs> and they're daily. 
Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, but no, do you not see what I mean? And that, in yeah. a way, you could see that as fulfillment yeah. of the Valentine's and, and prophecy and the interpretation of prophecy exactly. is extremely mm. interesting in George's uh, in this shit, in this series of books. It'd be shit, though, wouldn't it? It would be I mean, shit it is if this was. Shit, yeah, but... you'd have a line from Tyrion going, "Hmm, the Valentine theory is correct <laughs> <laughs> because technically she was crushed yeah. and Jamie... life was choked from her uh, by me." So I just, <laughs> I just think, I just think it's a bit of a misuse of the characters. Although, I have to say, actually quite a touching moment between the two of them, even though that's the way they went out. I did like the acting a lot. And, uh, you know, for my favourite character, Jamie, if this is the way he goes out in the books, I will, <laughs> I will, I genuinely, favorite character, is he? I'll be annoyed. Mm. Uh, I will, it'll be a red wedding through the book situation again. Um, <laughs> it will happen. So oh, like please, that. George, you've still got time because you've not fucking written the books. Finish the books. Um, Slagging him off. Don't write it like this. And if you have, change it, please. Thank you. Mm. Uh, we finish the episode uh, as John calls the retreat a civilian's fleet, a disintegrating King's Landing that is ablaze. Arya, amid the destruction, barely escapes a city alive and has a very touching moment with what we're calling Shadow Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking horse. <laughs> good. Good whistle. Yeah. Um, Lord of the horses. Thoughts of the end of the episode? I think this is signed. I love up. it. I love the yeah. crossover. The crossover between. <laughs> I love it. LOTR. <laughs> if like the only thing they were missing is having Gandalf on that horse. Yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> what are you doing here? So Ian, so Ian, so Ian, so Ian. Right. I, okay. I I feel like what's the point in this scene? Yeah. Like the the little. Oh, it's the magic horse. Sorry. What is? Why didn't they put Nymeria in there? Have Nymeria oh come along? Oh, my word, yes. Yeah, think about that. She jumps on Nymeria and rides her out. I'd be like, yes. That makes perfect I'd sense. I'd still be like, what are you doing here? But also, <laughs> I'd be like, well, okay, fine. I have to say, John, didn't think about um, we need to get you in the writer's room. But no budget. It's over now. Dress the horse up as a wolf. No budget? They've just burnt <laughs> the city for 50 minutes. I know, but... You know, it just winds me up. I just think I don't understand the <clears throat> point of that you, horse. And, I, and I, I'm going to reference something that a lot of our listeners might not know about, but I want to talk about our worst of Netflix series quickly, very <laughs> briefly. Um, there's a scene in uh, one of the films that you covered in Worst of Netflix where yeah. there is a Terminator-style robot creature oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that sort of sees a deer. So this is and the alienator. This is the oh, alienator. Sorry, alienator. Check out Worst of Netflix on our channel. But then the, yeah. the deer comes over and it strokes the deer and it makes you think that, you know they have some sort of personality or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is this the show telling us that Arya is now a human being again? And right, well, hold on. I'm going to stop you there because, uh, in fact, Gaz might even check you on this because this horse doesn't serve any sort of purpose for the story. What does the deer do in Alienator, Gaz? Well, the deer shows you that uh, Alienator is has the ability to determine whether something... Uh, is a threat or not. Um, so it serves a narrative purpose, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so so are we saying the alienator is better than this? <laughs> this well, it's pretty oh. close. Um, anyway, check out The Worst of Netflix. Very good fun. And uh, that scene just very much reminded me of that. Um, I think we should finish it up by saying a, a, a couple of things about Danny. Now, unbelievably, I, I will say this. 
Considering the episode focuses on her descent into madness and literally burning people alive, it is a faceless terror that we see because the... They're not in it, are they? Well, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the terror that we actually see is from the perspective of the civilians and Arya, who is interacting with the civilians, yeah. and John. We only see Danny on the dragon once as she decides mm. to actually fly off and burn everything. Mm. I think that's a massive misuse of the character in this episode because it is this just thing that we don't even... We, we can't even see her reaction to what's we, going on. Do you want to just? Do you want to see her just going? Yeah, all right, come on. Yeah, yeah well, kind of like. Yeah. I get. Have you? Have you? If you, right. So anyone that's listening to this, if you've ever seen the never-ending story. Oh my god! <laughs> now, can you imagine? I love that. If film. the end of that film you. is the kid riding, I can't remember what Falcor. Falcor. Imagine <laughs> the kid. Is riding Falcor and Falcor burns everyone in New York alive. And the kid is like, na, 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 na. and he's like, yeah! Imagine that. Uh, I mean, that's essentially what I wanted, John. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I'm horrified by that whole thing. Um, I, I kind of think that that's the point, though, isn't it? Is that the beginning of the episode starts with killing Barris. And then saying, all I have is fear. And she is a faceless tyrant at this point. She mm. is she is only her dragon. Mm. That is what she is because that's the power that she has. Because as a person, she has nothing. But she can she can instigate fear by burning the city alive. But that's not her, that's dragon. Well, look, do, you, it, do you not get, do you see what I mean? Well, here's, here's one for you. If we don't see her on Drogon when it's all happening, hey, look, he might have just knocked her off and just went mental on his own. Yeah, fair enough. Could have happened. Imagine how shit that would be. One reason why I think this episode does Danny a disservice as a as a character is the moment that she says, um, what does she say? She says, like, fine, Die, everyone. let it be fear. She says, like, let it be fear then, or whatever, right? Yeah. She says that <laughs> because John won't get off with her. And so it's like... <laughs> fair. She, Never underestimate a woman scorned. No, but this is the thing. Like, she's a lot more than just a spurned lover like she's a she's a strong like powerful leader and that's what her motivations should be not um my bloody my nephew won't have sex with me so I (laughs) I actually I don't disagree with you guys but at the same time I think the the point of that is that she is so far beyond logic that all she can do is react like this she has no control over herself anymore okay everybody I think it's time we just uh get to the the nitty-gritty of our predictions for next week's final episode ever of Game of Thrones. Ever. Ever. Um, Let's just say this season has had ups. It has had downs. Maybe more downs than ups. But will it end on a high? Obviously not, I don't think, in terms of character (laughs) character development. But uh, what do we think is going to happen? answer your own question. What do we think is going to happen in next week's finale? Gaz, I'll throw it to you first. Um, All right, first, first prediction... Um, big one, I reckon. Aya to kill Danny. I completely agree with that. I yeah. think I think that's nailed on. I think that's nailed on that she's going to kill Danny. I think the um the the whole purpose of her her story in this episode is that she's letting go of of revenge as a motivator. Um, she's not necessarily letting go of being a killer, and uh, but that's but this is for like the greater good that she's going to be doing this, not out of a, a sense of of revenge. Yeah. John, run it to you next. Um, I just, I can understand why uh, people would place Arya to kill 
Danny. Like I understand that, but I just don't. I don't like the idea of her having the Danny kill and the Night King kill. Yeah, it's just like overkill. <laughs> um, that's a wrestling that's very name. good for you actually yeah. it's very good <sighs> who sits on the Iron Throne John I th- I, do you know what I, I don't think anyone because I mean it's burnt to shreds but um, I, I return back to our crazy predictions at the beginning of, of the season I, I still think that and <clears throat> if you look back one of the things that, that I said uh, about the potential ending I mean I had three predictions such as a, a cheat that I am, um, was that we'd have some sort of democracy. And actually, if you look at it, you've got uh, Gendry at the Storm Ends. Uh, Sansa. You've got Sansa. Um, you've got Edmir Tully. That's my prediction. We'll see him next episode. What? Um, Ooh. You've Edmure. got, uh, what's her face over in the Iron Islands? Uh, uh, Yara. Yara. So I think we'll have some sort of... Ron like, at Highgarden. Oh, fucking Bron. <laughs> Fuck Imagine off. that. Sorry. He can go away. My prediction is he falls down a hill and just dies. First, literally first thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, la, 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 la. So yeah, I, I, I think it will. I think it will end with some sort of like democracy. With yeah, mm. I, I could probably see a council in, in or board. something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, Dan, Danny has to go, um, and I guess that would be the bittersweet because Danny is loved by quite a lot of people, and I, I think. I think Gurm, I think he loves Danny as well, to be yeah. honest. So You can love someone even if they're mental, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um so that so that's my prediction is that we get some sort of democracy. Um I think John will uh I think will go north of the wall. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Emma live out his days. Um yeah, I mean all of those things so far I agree with. I I don't know if there's still a surprise to come from this. I don't know if they're still going to shock us. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Um, That's one. I hope that we end up with a democracy. (laughs) But I think we we might actually end up with John on the throne very unwillingly. Our one? No. Uh, John on the throne. I I think my prediction... I don't want it, but I think it might happen. My prediction is John is going to die. Um, oh. and Danny will die. Mm. I've said all yeah. along that I think both both of them will die. Um, so who will rule? I think John has a purpose. I think his purpose will be to kill Danny. I think in doing so, he will die. Interesting. Um, and... I think we, yeah, like we are either going to get a democracy or like we touted in, in the, in the um, preview for this season, uh, our predictions, Tyrion potentially could rule... Um, you know, it feels like it would feel very short change at this point in time mm. because his character's been quite whitewashed. Because it's Tyrion. Uh, yeah, again. <laughs> uh, good. And uh, yeah, so I think John will die. And I, and I think Danny will die. Yeah, oh God. No, I, I, just, I just think both of them will die. I can't yeah. see John. John is such an honourable man <laughs> that I can't see him living with the fact that he's killed Danny. That's what I mean, but that, but that's why I think he would go north of the In, wall. Yeah, very interesting, mm. very interesting, and, and I, I like that. I like that. He'll rejoin with Ghost, won't he? That is true. And everyone will go mental, and he won't. He will he not might only pet him. He won't only pet him. He give him a good ooh, rub his belly and stuff, head. and goes to be rolling on the oh, floor. It's good and stuff. to be back with you, boy. Yeah, 
This is why I didn't pat you before, boy. In episode four. <laughs> right, so don't have a go at me and that. Yes. Yeah. Lovely. Um, that'd be good. And he get he ends up getting off of Egret's cousin. So. Megret. Come on. <laughs> Come, um, Come that, here, Egret's cousin. Come on, boy. Come here. Come here, lad. <laughs> so that's our predictions for the season finale. Mm. Uh, we'll all know this time next week and while we're putting on it, what has finale. actually happened and how the show ends. Forever. Uh, if you would like to let us know your predictions, please do email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com or alternatively get in touch with us on any of our social media channels. Fan underscore critical on Instagram, at fancriticalpod on Twitter, yeah. and fancritical on Facebook. We love to hear your guys' theories and thoughts, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, we usually have a feedback section, but because this show uh, it has so much going on it runs so long we don't mm. have time for feedback with this show Not but we dang. do appreciate your thoughts also patreon.com forward slash fan critical to sponsor us and uh, you know help us out as we want to produce more content with you guys and have a feedback from you guys as well about how we shape the show mm. in years to come uh, so thank you very much everyone thank you Gareth over in Australia thank you mate thank you John Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Emma. You're welcome. And I've been your host, Len. I have to say, we are very much in the end game. Check out the end game podcast. And also, <sighs> it is. What a cheap plug. It was a cheap plug. Very cheap, like I am. It's over Ew. in a week, everyone. It's over in a week. Uh, let's hope that the season finale is an improvement on this episode, I have to say. We did enjoy it, we didn't love it. Uh, we enjoyed the spectacle, mm. but we just hope there is a very satisfying conclusion to this epic, epic saga that yeah. doesn't disappoint us fans. Yes. Valar Morgulis and Valar Doharis. Good night. Swaya! MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.